Hello, hello, people. Welcome to season two of the Road Trip to Wellness podcast. This is your girl, Rona Dixon, creator of Road Trip to Wellness, and we are here to inspire you in 2021 with all things health and wellness. So we are here to give you simple, practical solutions to all of your health and wellness needs. Uh, but today, I have to say, I got a little bit of a surprise. I'm about to hand over the mic to my girl, because apparently everybody want to know how I got started. Not excited, as you can tell, <laughs> but whatever. So you know my friend, Sharita, um, for all creative purposes, in connection strategies. I'm sorry, she's not for, she's so many things. She's amazing. <laughs> but you saw her, I believe it was episode six um, of business strategies. We were talking to her. Um, she is in connection strategies. She is your, are you still the business challenge assassin? Yes, I'm still. The she is still the business challenge assassin. You should see her avatar. It is so amazing. <laughs> but we talked all things um, business. Um, she is an amazing mind. And so today she is going to be interviewing me. So right now I'm going to be quiet. And the voice that you'll hear next is of your host for today, Ms. Sherita Niles. Okay, I'm so excited about this. this I so know fun. you are. So I'm fun. sure you are. I'm sure you are. And usually I hate stuff when I got to talk on microphones, but this is cool because I am you so know, excited. Is it's just you. Okay, yes. great. I was, I was like, shit, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm just so excited because my friend does awesome work in the wellness space. I love everything that she does, but I feel like she masks how great mm. she really is. So I okay. wanted to be the person to unleash the envelope, mm. to open it up and say, okay, let's mm. get into the nitty gritty, all the stuff that she bypasses when she does all her podcast things. She talks about everybody else and how great they are. And she has serious imposter syndrome. Oh so God, I don't know what that really is. I've heard about it. But that's so so imposter syndrome is when you belittle yourself and what build other people like, up. So imposter syndrome is when... Yes, it is. <laughs> and I have it too. So, <laughs> game recognized game. Yeah. <laughs> but see, when I'm working on it, I want all my people to be working on the same stuff. Like, oh, if no, I'm, I'm fixing to. something, then I want to help them fix it too. So, you know, we in this greatness space together. I can't leave you behind. So, we got to put you I out here. People you. need to know who you are and how awesome you are and all the great things that you do that you took over in the corner. Today, we're opening this space. Okay. All right, you ready? Let's go. Okay, okay. okay. So my first question is, tell us who Lorona Dixon is. She is a Who is she? (laughs) Well, you know what? I think that's a really good question because I'm learning who she is now. Um, and we've talked about this a lot. Actually, we were just talking about it, just how you just grow up um, being who people want you to be, yes. you know? Yes. And so if I talk about who I am, see, this is very hard for me, Sheree, and you know this. I know, but that's why it's good. That's why it's good. Um, that's what makes it great. Who am I? Well, I am, of course, um, first of all, the daughter of Ronnie and Debbie Dixon. I am from Evansville, Indiana. My parents are amazing people. They really are. Um, They had eight children, took care of three of my cousins. Um, 
they are now, I think they swiped my sister's children. (laughs) She's getting ready to have a third one. They like kids. I mean, they love children. They love grandchildren. (laughs) They're so excited about their great-grandchildren. So those are my parents. Um, My dad is from Kentucky. Um, My grandfather was a farmer. My dad and his brothers and sisters were all farmers. There were eight of them. And my mom was in Evansville, was a young 17-year-old girl. My dad swooped her. Mm. Um, And they had my brother, my sister, or my brother, myself, and my sister. We were the first three. So I'm the, I never really thought about that. I guess I am the middle. If we start at the third, you know, at the first three, Mm -hmm. I'm like the middle child. Yeah. That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I always look at myself, though, as the oldest Oldest. girl. Yeah. um, Or the first, the second child, the oldest girl. Mm-hmm. And so to me, you know, I'm the oldest girl. So to me, that has a, you know, that has a supreme That spot. matters too. That does matter. My bro- girl, my brothers and sisters don't think it matters. They're like, girl, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the one, you probably the one that your mom depended on a lot. A lot. You, a lot, you know, a lot. you had to leave the other girls. And actually my uncles just came, my uncle Carl, he's the one, if you guys have seen me on Instagram talking about the farm and... Um, all of that. My uncle is the one that is back at my grandfather's. He came, moved home from Oklahoma to uh, take care of the farm after my grandfather passed away a few years ago, him and my uncle Mike. And so you have probably seen and heard me talk about that. Um, but that's where I'm from. Those are my people. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so you mentioned things like farms and, you know, family. And how do you think those things play into where you are in the wellness space? Um, it certainly uh, gave me the foundation to, first of all, care about uh, nature, the earth, humanity. I even thought about this the other day. Um, my dad is so cool. He really is. Um, he's such a very, he's a very earthy man as well, mm-hmm. um, of course, because he grew up on a farm. Right. Um, and so we spent a lot of time when we moved in with my grandmother, we moved in with my grandmother, I think I was six and we stayed with her for 10 years, um, in Evansville. Um, and so, um, my dad was a gardener. We always had a garden. We always uh, were growing things. Um, he was always making us eat stuff. I remember when we were kids, he would like slice up an onion and put some mustard on it and put some, (laughs) cause we had a cold. And we were like, what? Why are we eating this? So it was, you know, my dad was always doing stuff like that. I mean, it was nothing for him to be in his garden, pick us up. We hated if my mom was sick and he said he was going to cook. We'd be Mm. like, oh my God, we're (laughs) going to eat healthy. You know what I'm saying? But there was no telling what would be in the pot. Like you'd stir it and you'd pick it up. You'd be like, what is that? What is that? But it was always stuff that was really, really good for you. So I really believe that gave me um, the foundation. Yeah. Um, to, like I said, care about health and wellness. Um, and then I'm a Virgo too. I'm born in August and I think, you know, we're the nurturers and the earthy, mm-hmm. you know, signs. And so, um, I do, I love all things nature. I love, you know, I love some flowers. I always got yes. flowers in my place, fresh yes. flowers. <laughs> I love some good fresh flowers. Anytime I go to somebody's house, I try to it don't leave flowers. out the wildlife. She loves yes, the yes, wildlife. I do. I'm out on the porch. I'm fighting with the squirrels in the fall. We just had a whole fiasco with them this fall. We were going back and forth. One just came. We was talking about it. Don't start this year, you know. But yes, I, I do. I truly love all things nature. So I think my dad, and then us going, of course, 
down to Kentucky at my grandfather's farm. That's where we spent a great deal of our time when we were kids. Yeah. My dad had a pickup truck and all of us would be on the back of the pickup truck, which is now very dangerous as people would say. <laughs> We'd have blankets over us, me and my cousins. Um, we would all be in the back of that pickup truck going across the bridge, you know, 20 minutes mm-hmm. across the bridge to my grandfather's farm. And that's where we spent a lot of our time running around on that land, playing with my cousins. Um, yeah, that's okay. where it all began. Awesome. See, I learned some stuff. Yeah, I didn't it's, know it, it, it all was of great that. Being back there, just like walking <laughs> around when my uncle was there and talking to him and growing stuff last summer. We just kind of did some trials on some different stuff. But we found so much stuff um, in my grandfather's shed. Um, I think I put a picture on Instagram of like a um, a nutcracker that's like this Oh, yes, I remember thing. you posted it's like that. Yes. That's been in our family for years. He was like, my uncle was like, do you remember that? I'm like, oh my God, well, my brother, my brothers, they remember a lot of stuff that sometimes I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And of course we were in different spaces too. So they know stuff, you know, that, you don't know that I don't know. Yeah. And so it's just really cool to hear the stories, you know, um, about what they saw in the pictures that I was putting up and then just kind of going back and kind of filling in some of the holes and stuff too about, um, Corridan, Kentucky. That's where our family is from. That's where my dad's family is from. That's where the land is. Yeah. That's where the farm stuff is. See, I learned a lot. Like, that explains why you're so <laughs> sentimental about things and why yeah. you care about the squirrels when usually I'm trying to do something evil to them. I so, <laughs> I, know. I know. Our bird life is so amazing. Unfortunately, we live um, near a good landlord who yes. really values wildlife life and nature and nature as yes. well. He's all about it. He just asked us, are you guys going to help me with the garden this year? I was like, yeah. Yes, we're so, I am ready for that. I'm I'm into the garden thing. So. Yes, so we're gonna amazing. get some stuff to put in our box soon. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my next question is, who are your inspirations? Ooh, who are my inspirations? Oh my God, that's a really really good question. Um, and it can be anybody. It doesn't, yeah. and it doesn't have to be in the wellness space. Just. In life, who inspires you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, of course, I'm definitely inspired by my my grandfather. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think he was an amazing man. Um, In Kentucky, purchasing land. Like, that man bought some land. And even me and my uncle discussed that. Like, he was like, your grandfather knew it. I'm like, he knew Exactly what the hell he was doing. Yes. And yes. I'm so grateful that he left a legacy for his children. I was just about I to mean, say the magic L word. To me, that was just, when somebody, people have always talked to me about purchasing a home. And I was just, discuss, was that me? That we was us just, discussing Yeah, we were just that. discussing yeah. that. Um, and I've just never really been attached to the idea of having, you know, a, a physical home yeah. that I was going to purchase. I'm like, that just seems like a lot to me. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about debt and money. It was just always something that I struggled with, but people always made me feel bad because you should own a home. You should own a home. I'm like, how the hell are you going to tell me what I should be doing? (laughs) But then when I realized, you know, I remembered the farm that just came to me. I'm like, oh my God. And I was doing all this work in food access Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the jobs that I was working in and working with people doing gardening and farming. I was like, oh my gosh, we have a farm. I've forgotten. Um, So that just really helped solidify to me I have somewhere to go to. I have a home. Right. You know, my family has land. And to me, 
that has just been an eye opener um, and an awakening for me. So I will definitely say, first of all, that my grandparents, I'm going to say my grandfather and my grandmother. Okay. Um, I never knew my grandmother. I was okay. a baby when she passed away. That was oh, my, okay. yeah, that's my, my dad's mother. I never knew her. I grew up with my mom's grandmother and her father. Okay. Um, and my grandfather, my dad's dad, um, Jake. So um, I definitely say those two are my first inspirations. Definitely my parents who were just amazing people. Um, but if we're talking about wellness-based things, some inspirations, I love Lauren Ash okay. of Black Girl and Own. Oh, okay. When I tell you that chick kicked open the wellness space, um, and not to say that we were not here before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in this game for a good minute in this city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to kick down doors, but Indiana is a hard space. Yes. It really is. Yeah. When it comes to health and wellness, you know that. Yep. Um, but when I saw a few years ago how Lauren Ash took over the digital space, okay, her platform was digital. Yes. And when I tell you, it was just an amazing, I mean, I remember just looking at it and listening to her podcast and then looking at her on social media and I'm like, this girl did it. Game changer. Damn, (laughs) like you saw people were taking notice Mm -hmm. of this black girl who was all about black wellness for black people, period. And she makes no bones about it being for, this is for people of color. Mm -hmm. Pause, not even a pause, period. Period, Period. yeah. And we asking that you do not come into this space if you are not a person of color. And you need to be okay with that. That was the first time I ever seen anything wow. like that. I mean, wow. for me, that was profound. And she was not apologizing for it. Yep. And she really, really gave a good, not that she needed to, you know, but just really gave um, all of us, I feel like, I, I just envisioned her kicking open that door, holding it open and looking back behind her and just waving people in like, come, come on, on y'all. y'all. <laughs> it's time. It's time for, I mean, really, yeah. I had that feeling about her. I just thought it was just, amazing Mm -hmm. to see um someone um of her age I mean she's younger Mm -hmm. you know not super young not much younger than me but it was just an amazing thing to see I don't even think age has really anything to do with it but um I will say millennials have a different um approach to approach definitely I'm not a social media maven I don't like it I don't want to do it it's just like (laughs) to me but I'm telling you it really just watching her do that so I would definitely say Lauren Ash and then I have worked here in the city with someone um, for a very long time. I sit on the board. I um, was board president for the Center of Wellness for Urban Women mm-hmm. here in Indianapolis. Um, we are a, another African-American organization um, for women, helping them to women and families, helping them take charge of yes. their health. And so we do that through education, prevention, advocacy and care. And so Rhonda Bayless is the creator, um, the founder of Road Trip to Wellness. I'm sorry, not Road Trip to Wellness, <laughs> but um, Center, Center for Wellness. Wellness for Urban Women. And when I tell you, this lady was well before her time. And nothing gives me greater joy in our board meetings as we're bringing new people in to be on the board. When they begin talking about it, and I can always chime in and say, um, she already did that. <laughs> um, she already did that. 
Um, and she just kind of giggles because she's another person yeah. who doesn't give herself any kudos mm-hmm. whatsoever. This lady, when I tell you HIV in this city, um, people still look to her. When I had an incident about five years ago, someone mm-hmm. actually came into my office. I was working for the Y and actually revealed to me that they were just diagnosed as being HIV positive. Okay. I mean, I was... Floored. Yes. And I didn't know what to do. No one had ever. She was the first person that I thought of. Like, I went into my closet. I was crying. I'm like, Rhonda, (laughs) calm down. But she worked in the space for many, many years. Mm. She had, um, she worked for the Damien Center, but just worked very closely on the street with those women that um, were living on the streets and that were sex workers. And she respected them and she nurtured them. She supported them. And so now she's moved more into um, really uh, pushing Siwu forward. Um, but she she's just an amazing person. Like I said, a lot of the things that I am into now mm-hmm. that I wasn't into before, like sound healing and yoga. Mm-hmm. I mean, this lady had a gong. I always tell her this, so she cracks up about it. She had a whole one of them big A standing gongs that's taller <laughs> than us. This girl had this. I think it was at Planner House. I know people was like, what the F is this lady doing? That had to be a good seven, eight years ago. People were, I mean, people may have been doing that, but in the black space, no, you know how we are. right? You know what I'm saying? So she was doing so much um, that people were not ready for. She has always been a great inspiration in the way she um, just moves about in the wellness space, the way she cares and nurtures for the people, the way she uses her voice to advocate for people mm-hmm. um, to get what they need on all levels when okay. it comes to health and wellness. So I would definitely say those are some of my tops. I, those were good ones. Those were those yeah. were good ones. And again, I'm just learning more. See, you, you've been tucked away talking mm-hmm. about other people. And I get to learn some stuff too. This is why I wanted to do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So tell us how you arrived at Road Trip to Wellness. Like, what? Did, where did the name come from? How did you get to that point? What does it mean? What does Road Trip to Wellness really mean to you? Well, I definitely think um, we are all on our own personal journeys, and you'll hear me say that a lot. Um, It looks so very different, but I think the last couple years were very profound for me when I heard um, a friend and I actually went to Chicago for a retreat. It was a half a day retreat with Hana Hana Beauty, (laughs) Um, and you can follow them on Instagram. They're amazing. They make um, they're a a Ghanaian skincare line. Mm -hmm. And so we went to this retreat and a lady there was doing tarot and she said, there is more than one way to get to the same destination. Absolutely. And Jesus, when I tell you (laughs) that, like it stopped me cold because Mm -hmm. as I said, when you're growing up and you're a kid, you're given this lane that you've got to stay in. It's yes. like, nope, nope, nope. And you know, you're walking and they keep trying to push you back in here. And you're like, but I want to go over here and see. Yeah. And nope, nope, nope. You can't do this. You can't right. do that. And when she said that to me, I was, well, actually, she wasn't even saying it to me. I'm taking it like she, she was said it to the group. To me I still feel like, <laughs> as you can see, I felt like she said that just for me. And it broke away so many mm-hmm. barriers and blocks to what I had been trying to do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it let me know it don't have to be like everybody else is running. It doesn't. And you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with it not being like everybody else because it hasn't been. And you've been feeling real confused about (laughs) why it's not, you know? And so that is really, I'd already come up with the name, I think, Road Trip to Wellness. Um, why, of course, I'm, I'm just, I was just thinking everybody has their own personal journey yes. that they're on and people need to be able to navigate that in the best way for them. Right. right. Um, it doesn't have to be like everybody else. And so I really created it. Um, I was working in nonprofit, um, have worked in nonprofit for pretty much all of my career with little extra things on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just a way for me to reach deeper into my communities um, because we were working in communities of color, um, seeing some really uh, jarring, really um, astonishing things in the food access space, mm-hmm. um, just in so many spaces. And I just wanted to be able, I'm, I was doing the work, but of course, you know, when you're working with when you're working for someone mm-hmm. else, you got to do it their way. Right. So there are things that you can say, things that you can't say. But I felt like it was really stifling me and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like, I can't, can't, I can't. Yeah. I talk to you about that a lot. No. Boxed in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I felt very boxed in. And so really, um, that's how Road Trip to Wellness came to be. It was just me saying, you know what? I can't be boxed in. I know I work for you guys, but I got some shit I need to say. Mm-hmm. There are some things that I am seeing, um, and it's scary for me, not just for me, but for my family, for my friends. And I ain't going out like that. I'm right. sorry. I'm just, I just can't. <laughs> I just cannot do it. Um, I can be quiet for so long, as a lot of my friends know, and I'll be like, <laughs> but then I gotta. And so I started off. And I think it was in 2018, 2017, 2018, something like that. I wanted to do the podcast. That's what I wanted to start off with was a podcast. Okay. But instead, I ended up doing three events. The first one was called Flowers and Flow. It was a yoga and nature plant um, kind of event. Then I did, um, I did another one in, I can't remember exactly what it was. And then I did, the third one was yoga and spirituality. Okay. Uh, because... Well, I'm sure we'll end up talking about that too. Spirituality, just where I'm from and how I was raised. I was raised Church of God in Christ, mm-hmm. um, has always been looming over me. And so as I was moving into the yoga space mm-hmm. uh, and learning more about yoga, because I have a huge background in group exercise um, and things like that, but yoga was never anything because I was always taught, we're not supposed to do that. Right. It was taboo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and black people like, it's no. witchcraft. Yes. And- you're, you're praying to Hindu gods. Yes. It was just all yeah. kinds of stuff. So I was very afraid. And I still have trouble mm-hmm. with um, the parallels and understanding. Yeah. And so I'm really trying to understand more and more and more, even as I'm working through my certification and things. But that's how Road Trip to Wellness was birthed. It was those three events. And then... Um, I paused for a minute because of work stuff. It just kept getting in the way and it kept getting in the way. And then finally I said, no, okay. I can't let it get in the way anymore. And I jumped in full speed ahead. I quit my job last year, just before it was announced. I was in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> wow. 
But when I tell you, that's exactly where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I needed to happen to really push uh, Road Trip to Wellness full speed ahead. So um, that's what I'm doing. Sharing stories and experiences of people like Sharita and um, so many others that I'm excited to share. So you brought up a couple of very interesting things. Well, we talked a lot about wellness, of course, um, but you talked a lot about different people and experiences and how everybody has their own um, journey. So I like the word journey because I see this vision of like you were talking and I could see you in this box road and then all of a sudden the light bulb comes out and then all the walls fall off and then there's just open land. You know, I'm a visionary. So it's scary too. But then the box, you know, the walls fall and you're like, oh my God. Right. Which way do I go? You don't feel protected anymore because, you know, everything is possible at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a great analogy. Everything is possible at that point. You know, see? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you, so tell us, like, what exactly is Road Trip to Wellness? Okay, yes, I understand Mm -hmm. everybody has a different journey, but for you, like, what does this represent and who is it representing for? Okay, absolutely. Well, um, definitely, Road Trip to Wellness, I target, of course, women and people of color because I'm a woman, I'm a black woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, Beginning this, like I said, I was working in the nonprofit space and just the statistics when it comes to um, infant mortality, when it comes to breast cancer. My sister passed away of breast cancer in 2015. She was 39. Um, That was, you know, just my my aunt passed away of um, obesity related issues, Mm -hmm. you know, just. When you hear things like that, driving in Evansville, you know, things were happening here Mm -hmm. in Indianapolis. This is a bigger city um, when it comes to food insecurity, food access, you know, grocery stores are few and far between. You know what I'm saying? Right. In neighborhoods (laughs) where people really need them. Transportation is an issue. You know, you start seeing all those things, but it was really jarring to me when I went to Evansville and I was like, let me drive through the old neighborhood and I'm driving and I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, you can see it unfolding before your eyes where grocery stores are non-existent in mm-hmm. these spaces. Yep. Um, you know, just no banks, you mm-hmm. know, for people to do their bank. Like, it, it's just, it's too much. It, right. it was way too much for me. So, Road Trip to Wellness definitely represents... My people, mm-hmm. um, people of color, um, definitely people in the wellness space who have a heart and are compassionate uh, to people just living a better quality of life. It's yes. to, it's your birthright right. to be able to have food, food, water. yes, and clean water, and to Health know that care. if you get sick. I can go somewhere and get some help. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that you don't have to be worried that it just, we just live in this world. That's just, it, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. So road trip to wellness, I think definitely represents um, a lot of that, Mm -hmm. but you also asked me another question. What does it represent? And um, you you answered it because I said, who was it for? Yes. Yes. So you said that. And then the second part of that is how do wellness and spirituality come together in road trip to wellness oh i love that question <laughs> you know 
oh, that gives me great joy that you asked me that. <laughs> because that has been a major part of this journey is the spirituality piece. And I think for a long time, I was, um, I don't want to use the word mixing up, but it was getting me stumped spirituality and religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like I said, I was raised Church of God in Christ. Um, well, Baptist, and then Church we of God moved in into Church yes. of God in Christ, where you know there are many rules. I can relate. Yeah, lots of <laughs> rules. And as a child, how are you going to tell me I can't go swimming? Right. Like, what? It's just, and so anyways, I don't want to get all into that, because you can go back and look at um, the last podcast from the um, last year. There's a whole one on spirituality there, but wellness and spirituality where does it come together here in a road trip to wellness? Really, it is the basis of um, everything that I do and everything that I feel like people should know and be doing. Okay. You have to have something um, to fuel you, to keep you grounded mm-hmm. um, every minute, every second. Of every day. Yes. And to me, it was a not enough for me just to go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because if I think of who I got so much to say here, it's like everything's <laughs> coming in. Everything's coming in. Because if I think about my road trip, I mean, like I said, I was raised Church of God in Christ, but um, I danced for two dance companies here in Indianapolis for many years. And so you can't dance if you don't study to show yourself approved. Mm. It was a dance ministry. I danced okay. for two Christian dance companies. Okay. Study to show thyself approved. Yes. So there was no way, you know what I'm saying, that we could get out there and really, if you're thinking about that, be feeding people or ministering to people. Right. And our entire spirit is not right. Yes. So we had to be grounded in something, mm-hmm. you know, to in the word, in whatever we were trying to convey to people and that was really healing or um, joy or mm-hmm. you know whatever we were trying to get across to these people so that was um that has really been foundational too and really helped me understand more you know you gotta have something to hold on to so i think road trip to wellness um we share stories and experiences uh through the podcast Uh, I'm also a wellness coach um, and will soon be a spiritual educator and coach. Um, Once I complete my certification, I just completed one certification in mindfulness and meditation. And so those are all spiritual tools. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so those are things that I really want people to know that you don't have to um, be scared or sad. And I know those things come on, but there's a way to... Um, stay grounded and hold on to something and you have spiritual tools mm-hmm. to be able to do with it to do that I'm not saying and you and I just talked about this bad things are never going to happen to you yeah and that you know what I'm saying it, it's going to it's happen. not avoidable <laughs> it's what you do mm-hmm. when those things happen what are you grounded in yes and so again if we go back to how does spirituality and road trip to wellness and and wellness fit together, um, I talk a lot about energy. Mm-hmm. You know that that was that has been a huge thing for me. 
um, protecting your energy and the energy exchanges of people. Right. Um, staying balanced. Um, so I really talk a lot about chakras mm-hmm. um, and understanding uh, chakras and how that works um, to keep you balanced and whole um, in alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, I use, you know, I talk about crystals a lot. Yes. I love crystals and not because, not just because of um, the energy that they hold for each specific crystal, but because too, I love beauty. You know, I love beautiful things. I love beautiful things in my home. And if I can place these things in my home and, um, know that they can be healing to me and know that they're beautiful as well. That raises my vibration. Yes. Okay. So, and that just makes me feel even better. I love it when people come into my home and they say, Oh my gosh, you're so peaceful here. I just love coming over. Please. No, I'm not going to say that. Yes, it is. I'm always. (laughs) So always. (laughs) I I love, um, I just got some new colognes, um, which are just kind of spiritual water. So I use Florida water a lot, um, just to, I diffuse it, um, essential oils, you know, Mm -hmm. so all of those things are spiritual because they're all designed to raise your vibration. So if you're talking about road trip to wellness and you're interested in it, you're going to get those things a lot. I use affirmation cards a lot. You've seen me do a lot of those on um, Instagram. Those are things that have really helped me through because when I feel like um, I don't have the answers and I'm working on intuition a lot more, just going on my own tuition. But I think that too is where yeah. spirituality comes in too for your Definitely. wellness too, is yes. trusting yourself. You make good decisions. And I'm always like, when have y'all ever seen me do anything that ain't right? When y'all ever seen me do anything that, well, girl, if you're telling other people that. Tell yourself. Tell yourself. <laughs> when have you ever? Done? I mean, I don't make all the, you know, best decisions you know what I'm saying but, but for you're the making most part, decisions for you and they work yeah. yeah and so I have to trust myself and so that's what spirituality is mm-hmm. here at road trip to wellness is teaching you to trust your intuition understanding how to protect your energy and placing healthy boundaries mm-hmm. you know rest amen has been <laughs> girl Getting out of the grind culture. Yes. And yes. really understanding that rest is your birthright. The nap ministry, if y'all don't follow the nap ministry, and actually you ain't going to be able to follow it right now because she resting. She on hiatus. She has been for two months. She said that. Two months. So you're not, you'll not. you be able to find old posts on Instagram. But mm-hmm. she, the bishop, is what she calls herself, is really um, proclaiming and really helping people understand how important rest, rest is. is yeah. We have been taught that you keep going, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. That's how I knew mm-hmm. it was time for me to leave my nonprofit job because it was go, 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 go. There's no space right? mentally, physically, yeah. emotionally for you to really do anything else. Yeah. Like it's so When do you refresh? Or yes, when do you, you can't yeah. hear, you can't, none of that yep. was happening for me. And so I just had to pull away. And so that was just, yeah, that's just been, yeah, I think that's. You said so much. Just so, but all of it, again, me and my visions, I see why it's road trip. Because when you go on a road trip, you don't know what's expected. You don't know what's coming. Sometimes there's detours. Sometimes you got to take a different direction. Sometimes you decide to veer off to go see something else. So you described all these different things that are different roads that are really leading to the same place. It's really about 
who who individuals are and what works for them. Absolutely. So road trips to wellness is about what works for you, yep. getting on that path, and there. you're just providing the tools. I love it. Yep. I Find love your own it. path. It's okay. Yes. It is okay. I love that you use the word detours too, because um, in my head, I can see myself as a kid. Just, I think people always looked at me like, um, oh, Rona's squirrel, bright, shiny <laughs> object. That's kind of how I felt too. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at that flower over there. And then I'm across the street and down the, yeah. and I, actually I had a beagle, um, Smokey, mm-hmm. uh, my friends who remember Smokey, Smokey was a beagle. Mm-hmm. And so when they nose get on a trail, they go, they're gone and yes. they don't, they can almost get hit by cars, yep. like anything. They yep. are on the trail. And that's almost kind of how I felt when my nose was like taking me somewhere. <laughs> I was just gone. I was just gone. I was just gone. But people made me feel bad because oh, man, that, yeah. it looks like she's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. No, people. She know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She know what she's doing. I was doing what felt good for me. Yep. And because it doesn't look like the way you think it should look like, mm-hmm. and I think we're 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 coming out of that space now. Yeah. Just allowing people just to be and allowing them just to do what feels good for them. Yeah. Slowly, um, slowly, slowly we are. We, yeah. we still got work to do, but absolutely, I absolutely. love all of those components being together because it does, it, it brings you to a point of, well, you know what? My journey's not your journey. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing that all my life. And yes. then meeting you in all the conversations that we've had, especially about road trip to wellness, it just solidifies that. Yeah. Like, listen, my wellness road trip doesn't have to be yours and mm-hmm. wellness for me can look totally different for Absolutely. someone else and for the people who think wellness is only about exercising and losing weight and eating differently no. there's way more to it than that so much more <laughs> so much more and we um, both worked in spaces yeah so where it is has been profound mm-hmm. you know that we really work with people um for optimal health you yeah know, or optimal wellness yeah. you know completely on all in all spaces so yeah which I guess we kind of answered my next question, which was, um, what do you feel separates you from other wellness professionals? Yeah, I think it is that. You know what? I had that conversation with, I wake up really early in the morning. Sometimes. I wake <laughs> up at all hours, really. I'd be having these conversations to myself. Yeah. But that was, you know, actually something that I was, I was really thinking about. Like, what makes you unique? Um, <laughs> that it probably is that. I'm like, what that? I ain't got to do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that and I've worked in spaces it's funny where that's what they advocate for but then when you do that they're like whoa 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 right right I'm not doing that right you know I just it yeah that's just what I believe I do believe that is just giving people the space and holding space for them to be able to do that Mm -hmm. being okay with that it's not gonna look like you know, for you, what it looks like for me. Everybody else, yep. But I think it also goes a lot back to, I think it goes back to, and this is where I am learning. You asked the first question that you asked, who are you? Right. Who are you? And when you figure out, and when you begin to, not even figure out, but when you begin to go down that road, Mm -hmm. who are you? It goes back to like, I had to go all the way back. Oh damn, my family got land. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, my grandfather was a farmer. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you know, you start you start going back and back yep. and back and back and you remember who you, you are. are. Yep. And 
I think that is so profound. And I, I'm really, this is where this year I've been moving toward. It's helping people understand um, who you are culturally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who are your people? Yes. I mean, even the, even the Bible says that. There's one scripture, and I believe it's when, was it Paul who was in the boat? And um, the fishing boat? Yes. Yeah. And they was like, who are you? Who are your people? Yeah. Where are you from? You know, like, <laughs> you about to make us all tip over here. And we don't even know who you are. You know, you're here to mess us up. So. Oh, no, that was, you mean Jonah. I don't know. I can't remember. Because they made him get out the boat. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. it may have been. <laughs> but I just think about that scripture. And one actually, um, my friend Larissa, my best friend Larissa, her husband, George, did this sermon many years ago. And so I always remember that when it comes to who you are mm-hmm. as a person. And that's really what I'm getting to is understanding who you are, who are your people, because that has a lot to do with your spiritual path, I believe. It definitely when does. When you go back to, if I, I have Native American mm-hmm. in, um, in my family. So, like I said, we were, I was raised Baptist and then Church of God in Christ. Well, those are very Christian principles. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to get into it all, y'all. But we know about that. You know, we weren't, we were, we're African and Native American. We didn't know anything about Christianity back then. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When things got started, those things were handed to us. So we already had traditions mm-hmm. and we already had rituals that we were already doing within our own culture there. Right. Native American, African. And so if you go back and really follow your bloodline and follow, then to me, I begin to say, well, what the heck were they doing for spirituality back then? Right, because they had to be doing something. Yes, they had to be doing something. Some of those people were um, slaves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there were times where we couldn't practice any of our religions because we got to do Christianity now. Mm -hmm. They're telling us we can't do this. We can't learn to read. They don't want us to read nothing. Why? Mm -hmm. When you start thinking about all of those things, um, it really is imperative that you know who you are. Absolutely. Know who you are. Most Absolutely. definitely. And so I think that really um, that really sets or it will set Road Trip to Wellness apart because those are things that I really want to focus on with people um, as I move more into the coaching um, and counseling. I don't know if it'll be counseling. I don't know what it's going to be, actually. I'm just, I'm on this road trip. I'm telling y'all. I, right. Promise to God I am this road trip. God will be like, whatever it turns this way. way. Go this way. Like, oh, Lord, you said no. But yeah, I think it's just, yeah, helping people just figure those things out um, so they can mm-hmm. live the, you know, the best that they can, right? you know, in the most healthy way. All right. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of answered the next question already in a couple of questions, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Specifically, who are you most passionate about helping and why? Huh, specifically... Because you mentioned, you know, you're a woman, mm-hmm. and of course you're a black woman, black. Um, mm-hmm. and people of color. But is when when you think about road trip to wellness, is there a group, like age range, um, lifestyle, or is it just kind of, I just want to help black women understand this space? No, I would definitely say, um, <laughs> it was so funny. Actually, I just did, this was a question that was from my homework for my certification oh, that I'm doing. Yeah. I did not know that prior yeah, to this. She did not. 
um, and it's probably just for me to say, um, leadership in organizations, mm. I think really helping them um, break down, um, like I said, this grind culture. Mm -hmm. They're thinking more, more, more. You're not going to get more productivity from people right. pushing them more. You're just right. not going to. Right, right. You know? There's got to be a refill period. Yes, yeah, and, and helping them understand that. Um, so definitely um, leadership in organizations, um, mm -hmm. because I think the trickle-down effect is just yeah hugely important uh but then also um the church folk okay that have all of these preconceived notions yeah um and just helping them understand not just what yoga is because honey when i did yoga, flowers and flow when mm -hmm. i tell you the messages that i got mm. about doing that mm -hmm. why are you doing this where's your faith what <laughs> If y'all in here, no, you're not in here. If God wake me up, I will tell, I will hurt all of y'all. If you know how God <laughs> wake me up, talking to me about the thing. Hey, listen here. This yes. has been nothing but following mm -hmm. the steps that have been ordered for me. And that is real yes. talk. And the people who understand Understand, I'm telling you, just as she said, the detours and just the open road. Right. Open road is exciting, but it's also damn scary. Yes. yes You're like, well, which way do I go? I don't know which way to go. I have no idea. Ron, just follow me. Well, where the hell are you? <laughs> you like, what? And that's <laughs> so real. It like, is. where are you? Like, what? And he's saying, just take a step. Girl, just go. <laughs> Go where? Where are we going? And we're so used to that, yes. knowing where to go. And as women, we are just yes. having the plan all mapped out. Or I'm following someone. Yeah, and or, yeah. So you got it all laid out for your kids. They got to do this, and this one has to do this, and they got to be here at this time. And you do that for your life. Mm -hmm. But then when you surrender, you're like, okay. Mm -hmm. 2019, and 2019 was really letting go for me. Yeah. And just like, seriously, this is free falling. I don't like heights. <laughs> so all I can imagine is I'm jumping out this damn plane mm -hmm. and you just like, girl, just jump and just fall. No. Who's going to catch me? Right. How am I getting Where there? Am I end up? <laughs> you know, you think of all kinds of things, yes. but it really, it that's that's what this is. But he got you every single And never time. disappoints. Every single time. Never it's, disappoints. It's as simple as, I mean, it's not simple because what you said was a great, like, visual. Like, just follow me. And you're like, where are you? <laughs> yes. I don't see you. And I can see, like you said, just the open road. Like, yeah. you got these walls up and then they all fall away. And you see all this light. And you're like, oh, yep. my God. It's so beautiful. Okay, what you say? Where you at? Girl, come on. Where? <laughs> Where you at? I don't know where we're so it's going. like, do I follow your voice? Am I looking for your footprints? Like, yeah. like what am I supposed to and be it's doing? Just like, you know where you're and it's just a matter out. of you just have to like put one foot in front of the other. You may not know exactly which way to go, but when mm -hmm. I always look at it as when we begin to make the wrong turn, he gives us a yes, nudge and, yes. and, and scoots you back the other way. You know, mm -hmm. okay, go back this way. I remember sure. being young and we had a, a turtle and we would put this turtle on like these little yes, cardboard yes, things. And when yes. the turtle would be going off the cardboard, yep, you just taking it, give it a little nudge and be like that's where you're gonna go mm -hmm. so I kind of see it as that mm -hmm. like we get a nudge to go 
And it's it's not the easiest thing. I mean, it may sound easy while we talking about it, but there are a lot of days that we sit and we like, now listen. She just came over. She just came over. She listen said, listen here. here. Listen. I can't, I can't do it. I'm like, no, you're not gonna do that. Actually, would you just calm down? She's like, yeah. I'm throwing this all away. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I mean, strong people have hard days too. Yes. And people people forget that. They think that. And I, I like what you said about, you know. Um, targeting leadership because we both come from the nonprofit space mm-hmm. and from I've worked in corporate, private, nonprofit. I've done a lot of nonprofit, but I've worked in all of those spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. But when you're with nonprofit, there is this mentality of we are here to help people. That's right. So our job is to give everything we have to help people. And honestly, yes, that is your job, but not everything you have because you yeah. got to save some for yourself. And not at the, that's what I was going to say, not at the expense of your own. Yes. And people in nonprofits, and wellness. they they will sacrifice themselves for the sake of the nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It's not really you sacrificing yourself for the people that you help. You're sacrificing yourself for the good of the nonprofit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in a negative way because nonprofits do great things. However, those individuals that work there, I know great people that work for nonprofits that need time, space, and healing. They are bitter and hate what they do at this point because of they have been overworked and drawn out. So and I think that that is definitely underpaid. But you go into nonprofits knowing that you're going to be do. underpaid. You <laughs> yes, you do. But the fact that that's where one of your targets is, I think that that is awesome. And we're not even going to really touch the whole church folk thing because <laughs> we know. Y'all get the, There's some work that needs message. to be done yeah. in that space. And it's not to say, you know, listen, we are Christian women, but it's to say that sometimes you just got to look at the bigger picture, yeah. you know? And I'm hoping to have um, a, a speaker on, when I did yoga and spirituality in November of 2019, I believe is when I did it, um, I did it with uh, a minister named Diana Bush Harris here mm-hmm. in Indianapolis, and um, I should I have some clips of her, and I really hope that Miss Diana will come back and talk because it, it is now time. Mm-hmm. But she made things so clear for me. Well, I, that's not true because I just got a lot of the things that she was saying because I was still struggling grappling yes. with that whole religion spirituality mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And actually, we did yoga and spirituality. At her church, at her home church, because she was teaching yoga there. Oh, wow. Yes. And the initial person that I asked, um, she said no. And I was like, how are you going to say no to me? And she was a minister. I said, mm-hmm. how are you going to say no? She's like, Rona, calm down. I have someone else for you that I think will be better. And when she told me about Ms. Diana, Ms. Diana is a minister. Mm. And so I was like, oh. And she's like. And she's a yoga instructor, and she teaches yoga at the church on Wednesdays. Wow. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> when I tell you, this lady, even her husband was there. Mm-hmm. And we had a very small group. I think there was just one other lady there and her husband. Um, and she told me then, she said, you sown the seeds. Don't even worry about it. It doesn't have to be a full room. You, mm. ju- you, you planted the seed. But she talked extensively just about the history of yoga and where it comes from. And if you, all she, what I remember her saying, I'm trying to wrap this up. What I remember her saying is, I'm like, but what about when they, you know, they say, you know, we should not, black people, we should not be doing yoga. You know, Christians should not be doing, black people. She said, 
Rona, we were already there. Mm-hmm. Rona, we were, and she kept saying, I'm like, what is she talking about? What is she talking about? If you go back to the history of yoga, mm-hmm. again, it's traveled a lot. Right. And of course, we know when things travel, if you think about the microphone, and you know what? Yeah. By the time it gets down the line, it's, the, the it's watered down yes. and changed. People yes. have switched it up, they done added stuff, they done took stuff away. Yes, that what's happened. It happens that way. Mm-hmm. But she really made it clear to me that we were there. Yes. We started it all. Right. We, it, this is nothing. So why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Which is why I think <laughs> it's so important for you culturally to yes. know who you are. Absolutely. 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 All right. So we're going to switch it a little bit. Um, if you could meet any one person in the wellness space, who would it be? Um, oh God, this is so good. God, this is so good. <laughs> if I could meet anyone in the wellness space today, mm-hmm. I would definitely say Queen Afua. Okay. She is that. She's another person that, wow, beyond her years, mm-hmm. we were not ready. And she has been at the forefront of, um, I'm trying to find the right, there's so much to say about Queen of Fuwa. Just her people, mm-hmm. you know, and teaching us to eat holistically, live holistically, for a vibrant, um, thriving life. I just think she is an amazing and magnificent woman. So I would definitely say Queen of Fool because I would just really love to just pick her brain about mm-hmm. all of that. But there's so many people in the wellness space besides Queen of Fool. Definitely Chelsea Jackson Roberts, who is now a Peloton um I don't know if she's an ambassador or she probably running Peloton by now. Cause that's <laughs> like, I'm telling you, she is amazing, but she is huge in the yoga space. Um, as an African-American woman, she started the, she started red clay yoga okay. um, in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe she is a professor at Spelman college. I'm, I'm talking like I know her cause I feel like I do. She's my auntie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, has advocated for people of color. Now she's on Peloton and she is able to customize. um, And not that she wasn't already doing that, but she just like for International Women's Month Mm -hmm. and for Black History Month. I mean, she educates. Okay. You know, when she is doing yoga, the entire time she is doing, she is educating you Mm -hmm. about your people. She started Red Clay Yoga and started an entire program at Spelman College, I believe, for young girls, mm. um, and it's a a yoga and mentoring program. I believe it's I can't exactly remember, but she is just an amazing, amazing woman who has really helped um, again pave the way for us in the wellness space as okay. well. Yeah. All right. Um, the second part of that is what about in the general business space? In the general business space. Yeah, general business. Um, or it could be the same people if it's the same people. But no, if it's there's not the someone... same people. Um, Lord, that's probably something I need to think about how some people are running their businesses. Um, but 
I will, I will go back again to Lauren Ash. I, I love the way she's navigated um, mm-hmm. things. Um, she is now traveled back to Minnesota where she was from. She was in um, Chicago. I actually went to one of her black girl and own um, self-care Sundays there. Okay. Me and Tiana went and it was amazing. Uh, but just to see where she has, where she started mm-hmm. and in a quick like three, four years, she is opening her own wellness space in her hometown oh, wow. of Minnesota. Yeah, okay. she just unveiled that on um, on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, just to just seeing how sp- her spirituality and how it has guided her mm-hmm. and really um, helped her confidence and just the way she shows up in spaces. Okay, um, yeah, I think it's amazing how she's really. Set up, set her business up in the digital space, um, and now in the physical space. Okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. So, what one inspirational woman, past or present, would you love to interview on your show? Michelle Obama, Auntie Shell. I knew you was gonna say her. My yes. Auntie Shell. <laughs> Auntie Shell. Hey, Team Mimi. Yes. <laughs> Auntie did the whole garden thing at the White House. At the White House. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, she came in, you know, just, oh, wow. It, it's it, mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowing. And I would really, yeah, love to. She would be. Okay. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you on that one because if you interview her, I will be well, just in the space. all the way around when you think about that. <laughs> Yes. When she when they went into the White House, can you imagine that conversation with mm. Barack? Listen here now, Barack. Mm-hmm. I'm going for all eight. Listen, Barack. <laughs> listen, listen. We got these girls. My mom right. here. You know what I'm saying? She's like, listen. And I think that was like really profound when they did win and they were moving in, and she's like, "My mom was coming." Yes. Because for the wellness of these girls. Yes. Because I gotta work. And you got to work. Somebody got to be here. Somebody got to be paying support. attention to what's happening with them. And we're not trusting the, I'm sure the White House help is great. Yeah. But she needed somebody that had some roots yes. and knew exactly what her girls needed to be in the forefront. And I think that's a representation of family wellness. Yes. Like you do what you need to do Absolutely. for your family. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was like one of the most profound things before they did anything else that was great they was like and mama comes too right because that's not common in our black Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. you know we separate from families we kick them out at 18 we Mm -hmm. go about our business we live our lives and we check back in on our parents but like to say hey you coming with me yes that was big that was huge it it changed my perspective i don't know if i'm ready to move parents in but you know that's another another she I mean all the yes. way around just you know having to put and I don't know if she fully did that I'm sure but her career mm-hmm. you know on pause you know and yeah. navigate and move in a different way you know because now she is the first lady mm-hmm. um mentally you know right. where she was some days you know how did you get through it she's so inspirational to so many people but as we were just saying we get tired too mm-hmm. so who's filling us up mm-hmm who is, you know, and when Barack is tired and the whole world. Right. Like, you ain't got just your community now. Mm-hmm. The world. 
is watching you. And sh- her responsibility is to hold him up. Yes. So where is she? Yeah. Here? But so I just, she always was calm. She always seemed maintained. With and, poise. Yes. Yes. With She's poise. definitely one of my ins- inspirations. Yeah. So everyone that's listening, I really believe that there is only six degrees of separation between you and other people, <laughs> no matter where they are. So if you're listening and you know any of these people that she wants to meet or have on the show... Let them know. Lead them to the podcast. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Somebody out there know all those people and how to connect with them. So, you know, I'm I'm I am the uh, business challenge assassin, but I'm also the networking guru. So, tell them y'all. Tell them about road trip to wellness and how they need to be on the podcast. Auntie Shell, please. (laughs) We here. Yes, you'll have both of us. Auntie, meet me. Both of us. All right. So the next question is, what has Road Trip to Wellness looked like during the pandemic? What changed and how did you manage? Whoa. Um, what did it look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, there were lots of surprises <laughs> because I was thinking this is just going to be a breeze like when I quit mm-hmm. I was like you know I'm ready to do this like yes and the yeah, world stopped the world stopped it really really did and I was able to complete the season mm-hmm. um of road trip to wellness for the podcast um but road trip to wellness during 2020 looked like um building mm-hmm like a house under construction. Mm-hmm. Um, it was God a road was, trip. Yeah, God was <laughs> building the foundation of that. And and that's the beautiful thing about the way God works. Even when you're doing things, you're just like, no, no, I ain't getting this. <laughs> like, I really don't get this, but mm-hmm. you do it. Yeah. You know, really. And a lot of times, really, you're buying stuff. You're like, some of the stuff that I was getting, like, I don't know why I was getting, but there were spiritual tools. Yes. Um, but now I don't even question why I'm prompted to do those things. Mm-hmm. I just do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to need this bag of roses, for these something. dried roses for something mm-hmm. later on. And typically that's how it works out. You know, I look at something it's like, oh, I need to do a candle. I'm going to put some little roses. I got some roses. Put that right. You know, it all just begins to work together. So it really looked for me like building. Mm-hmm. Um, it would we have been under construction and building um, for the good of me. Mm-hmm. Um, tore down a lot of walls um, to rebuild a system back up mm-hmm. um, to be the best that I could be for the people that I have been charged with serving, whoever those people are. And I know I'm learning too. And that's not everybody. Right. You know what I mean? I just got that the other day. You know, I could be a little forceful when I'm concerned about (laughs) y'all. I come at y'all in all kind of sideways ways. I'm very sorry. Um, That's also something, um, what road trip looked like. Really, it was construction, not just for the business, but for myself Mm -hmm. as well. It was um, releasing things, tearing some things away and being okay with this, not just new normal, new world that we live in, but a new self Yes. for me. And, you know, if you've been used to navigating in some way and 
Sharita knows this because she's the one that gets called about a lot of this stuff. I'm like, Sharita! She's like, no, no, no. I mean, really, it was getting comfortable with that. Like, mm-hmm. you're not who you used to be. Mm-hmm. And people are coming to you. And remember I said that this summer. She not here. Yeah. She not here. Yeah. I am so sorry. Yep. But she not here. That was her then. She is not here today. Mm-hmm. Stop coming. And people will keep trying to shove you into that space. But I need, but I need, she not here. Yep. But even as I was saying that, still operating in that same, yeah. you know, space, I had to get okay with, she not here. Mm-hmm. You know? And so then you ask the question, then who are you? And that was a whole nother way. <laughs> like, damn. Really? So that's really what it looked like. It was under construction. And I think that's going to be an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to continue to, you know, be under construction. Um, that's how we are. I mean, yeah. and we need to be okay with that. Continuously that it just, evolving. Yes. Yeah. Just evolving all the time and being okay with the evolution and the road that it takes you to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just been a wild and special <laughs> and lovely and crazy ride. If you ask me tomorrow, I'd probably be crying and I'd probably be saying the same words. But at this juncture, yeah. 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 Yes. Well, I can say I personally saw her unfold and stretch. And, and I feel like the pandemic, like what we experienced, it started for you way before it actually happened in the world. Like you were going through a a, a complete change. You were going through a, a 180 and you fought it days. tooth and, and nail as much as you can. As oh my you God, could. this lady has been, I, I am glad that you're interviewing this because she can't attest to that. Like really. Um, I would come into work some days like I was probably in shambles. I'm mm-hmm. sure I was. Like I did not understand what the fuck is going on. I'm like, what is happening to me? And she would say, You're gonna have to let it happen. I don't know why you're fighting it. I don't know what you doing. You can't do anything about it's things just, we can't control. You just gotta be okay with it. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like she would tell me all of these things. And when she's she's so serious, when she's I was fighting. <laughs> Like, no, it's supposed to be this way. And you do, you have it in your head too. You know, you're okay with change, but you know how it's going to change. Yeah. Like it's going to change like this Mm -hmm. and it's going to go this way and it's going to be just like that. And it's going to be this color. And after that color, it's going to change into this bright beauty. No, absolutely not. Things get torn down. Like I always think of the tarot uh, tarot and the tower card. Mm. On the tower card, if people know about tarot and the tower card, all kind of crap is happening on that card. Mm-hmm. I mean, buildings are being burned down and stuff is flying all around it. And it's just, it's something being tore down to be rebuilt again. Right. And you have to be okay with that. But I wasn't okay with the tarot. <laughs> I, I remember one day. It was space. it was a specific response because you were like, no, well, I'm not used to that. And, you know, pretty much what you were saying, like, it's supposed to be this way. And I said, who said yes. it's supposed to be like yes. that? And then I remember saying, and why do you think this is your business? Maybe this is not your business and you should just let God do what he does. And I remember you saying, well, I, and then you were just like stuck. <laughs> and you was like, it's not my business. It's not. <laughs> not my business. 
You just go with the flow. Yeah. And you have to be okay with the flow. And it doesn't feel good all the time. It, it doesn't. doesn't. And you just have to, but it's it's the stretching. But when you look back mm-hmm. after it, then you're like, that was really nothing. Yes. If I had just. You said the stretching. I always felt like, and I have not had children birth. Like I was, mm-hmm. try, it's like pushing and pressure. I could feel it sometimes. Like it was almost on my shoulders or mm-hmm. back. And then other times it was like, I'm trying to get something out and nothing <laughs> is like, you can physically yes. feel it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh, something is happening, but you don't know what is happening mm-hmm. when you push through. I'm telling you the push through is a beautiful thing. It is. It yeah. Is. Oh, it I don't is. want to go back to the day. Jesus. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah, I try to remember those situations so that when I feel it again, it's like, all right, just let go. Yeah, hands up. Yeah, for real. I don't even you like roller there. coasters, but I'll Me do either. like people on roller coasters. Put your hands up and just take it. Just, just go, take it. Just let go. your stomach drop. If you puke, okay. <laughs> then you That's puke. So but keep on going. Because <laughs> there's nothing you can do about that either. It's almost like, okay, because this ride going to be over soon. Yes. You're going to get to the end. Yes. And then it'll be over. So you have to, and it's hard. It is hard because we're such controlling mm-hmm. beings. Mm-hmm. We want to be in control of everything. But the truth is, I'm cool with letting him control it because I mess it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when I have gotten there, like, listen, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I don't know anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try to act like I know because you know better. Yes. You have shown me over and over and over again that you know better. Yeah. So why wouldn't I? Just, and that takes you back to when your grandmother and them used to say, um, just keep on living. Yeah, keep on Ooh, living. Jesus, just keep on living. My grandma <laughs> used to say that all the time. Just on keep on living. living. When I tell you, yes. that is echoing all the time, you know, around me, over me. You, you just keep on living. But yeah, okay. you learn how to navigate it. You do. Yeah, I I will say I am very excited about where both of our businesses have come from Absolutely. in this pandemic. And I'm so grateful to have you so close to me because, you know, sometimes you need people and having her right next door really helps because <laughs> um, my friends are in another, you know, my really close friends are in another state or they live on the other side of town. And sometimes you just you don't have the energy or the muscle to even get that far. But when yeah. you can just walk next door like even that, in the midst of a pandemic, she became my neighbor. Yeah, and it yeah. it has been such a blessing. It's been a blessing to me, definitely. We sit like, on the porch and just yeah. be like, she be like, I gotta talk about something. <laughs> Coming out, we're on the porch, and she's like, listen, you know, really, we have a lot of those days. Or I, I would call her like during the pandemic. Like there were situations and times when I'm like. I don't we just had a whole situation. I'm not gonna tell y'all all my business. But she was here to save me from a utility situation. Like, seriously, there are situations when I'm like, literally, like, God, what are you listen, the lights is about to get turned off. Like for real, yeah. Lord. Like seriously, you know, and she has been right here. Um when I'm like, I don't even know why I looked at you that day. <laughs> well, because I was here. Like, I looked at her like she had all the answers. I'm like, he's asking about my guests. What do I do? Oh, my God. What am I supposed to do? It's just, it's so helpful, you know, to have your, and that's been another thing, too, is since we're on this subject, um, we get so used to the same people mm-hmm. being in our life as well. And um, thinking that 
we're going to have the same tribe, you know, or the same circle, you know, or group of friends for everything. Yes, Yes. for everything. And as we navigate, you know, different spaces. And I will tell you right now, nothing has been more clear to me this year. Everybody can't go. And you heard how she said it. Can't go. Everybody can't go. (laughs) And that, for me, has been huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting with people, being with people who feed your soul, who lift you up. And you don't even have to do anything Mm -hmm. for that to happen. As you begin to grow and evolve, the people that are supposed to be there will be there. That's right. And they will remain there. And I'm telling you right now, even as much as you try to hold on to the ones that you want to say, and not to say that they're never going to be around again. Right. But there will be spaces and times, you know, where a certain group of people are going to be Mm -hmm. who you need, seasons, you know, reason, you know, everything mm-hmm. for a reason. I was just about to say the scripture yeah. that says at every turn there is a season, mm-hmm. there's a moment, there's a minute. So it it changes. It does change. And it depends on the situation. And there are people, you know, I really, I wholeheartedly believe God puts people in certain positions for certain times. Oh, my God. If we for tell y'all a story people. about us. <laughs> oh, my God. Save that for my podcast. Okay. But how, even how she and I ended up living next door together. Y'all, when I tell y'all, it was nothing but God. Absolutely. It was nothing but that, Sharita, like we were both standing there like, no, hold up, God. Are you serious? And we will save that for another time. But yeah, I'm I'm really serious. God will place those people right there. Yep. Yep. Right there. And when you begin to know, God is always speaking always showing you the way if you're paying attention that's that's the key if you're paying attention that's the key if you're listening and if you're paying attention Mm -hmm. there are always signs synchronicities you know messages being given listen to what is happening around you Mm -hmm. do not go on your own Mm -hmm. you don't have to either that's the thing too and for the people who don't know because i feel like it's very important because we grow up hearing things like Listen when God is speaking. Yes, and it so took <laughs> for me to become an adult and really do some studying and understand that it might not be audible. <laughs> so now I Shut call it, it downloads. <laughs> there are things that I can uh, now honest. There have been times I've heard God's audible. voice yes, clearly mm-hmm. tell me something. Um, but I remember, um, side note, well, not side note, but it's about that. So one time I saw this little, uh, clip and the rapper KRS one was talking Mm -hmm. about something and he said, you don't believe that you have a spirit and you don't believe that God is connected to your spirit. Mm -hmm. He said, when you talk to yourself, what voice do you hear? Mm -hmm. It's your own voice, right? But the things that are being said to you, are they things that you would say to yourself? Huh? And if they're Literally. not, that's God yes. speaking to you through your spirit. And when the, the time that I heard that, it was almost like everything drained out of my body. And then <laughs> I refilled and I said, what you say? Yeah. Sir, you just, like yes. he just, he explained 
it, it took my whole life and wrapped it up in mm-hmm. a couple words. And I keep using the term, I keep saying God, because I know people are comfortable yes. with that. But you hear spirit. Right. Yep. Universe. Universe. Yes. 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 Speaking the same language. We're speaking the same Whatever language. works for you. Whatever gets the you there. Language. Whatever works for you. We're not discounting anybody's anything for me. And I'm it's not God. Trying to change your religion. I'm trying to tell none you of that. None of that. Just understand that there is a voice, and you hear it, and it is speaking to your spirit. That changed my whole life. Yes. It absolutely. And I was like, so you're not always saying words. But again, I've heard words, and it was not my voice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't loud. It was a whisper, mm-hmm. and it told me what to do, and I did exactly what it said. And I got the results that I was told I would get. But there are other times when it comes to me, it kind of feels like when a computer downloads a, a file yeah, yeah. and you're just reading through it. Or I just find myself writing stuff and I and I go back and I read it. And I'm like, I don't know who the hell wrote this, <laughs> but it wasn't me. That's not stuff yeah. that I say. I don't say those things. So I don't know where this came from. But it's in my journal yeah. written with my pen. For sure. And I usually date and like initial my stuff just in case somebody else come along and try to, you know, see in it. So, yeah, it's, it's mine, but it's not mine. Exactly. Like you said, and, and that's and the thing, that like being connected spiritually is a like that is. That's your plug. Yeah, it's your, that's your lifeline. You only need one. What's that? Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> you only need one. You only need one. <laughs> With the right answer. <laughs> You're going to phone this one friend. <laughs> phone a friend yes. and will never not answer for you. Mm, yes. Come on now. Now you're taking us back to the You know what I'm saying? Like, really? <laughs> and you know what? You're saying that. And you guys, I, even as I started saying that, this is what happened to me um, last week. I think, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. But as I said, I get woken up early in the morning. And I always start with... Um, Prayer, mm-hmm. you know, whether I'm still laying in bed, whether I go to my, you know, my prayer room or my yoga room to do it. But I always knew my grandfather was a preacher. Like I come from a family of mm-hmm. preachers. Like I said, we were Church of God in Christ. But I did not say my grandfather was an elder. My dad is an elder. My mm-hmm. uncles are ministers. Like we come from church yeah. folk. <laughs> and so I knew at a very early age that I was going, now I know that I'm a teacher or an educator. Yes. But I knew that then, but we were having revivals in our house. Like we were doing all of that. And my grandfather was a preacher. And you know, old school preachers, they up in the pulpit holding their face and they mm-hmm. are hot and they're not hot. You know what I'm saying? Like Coming all in that. Honda, yes. I, I would be talking to, I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's exactly what I was saying. I was thinking about that. And so I always knew, I was like, but I'm not doing that. Like, Mm -mm. I don't don't wanna be that. I'm not doing that. I'm not not doing that. And it took a long time, actually, it just recently took, because I was saying that. I was having those thoughts and I follow a couple people who, as I'm learning more about spirituality and ancestors and things like, like I said, just culturally, what I am supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. um, you know, spiritually every day, I thought about that. I just did not want to be a preacher like Papa was. Like, I was not trying to do that. <laughs> but you know what God gave me? I have been reciting over and over again the 23rd Psalm. Mm. That's what I grew up on in the Baptist church. Reverend mm-hmm. Cooksey, 
He would end every sermon, the Lord is my shepherd. It'd be the whole church saying, I shall not want. Mm -hmm. Make me to lie down and grieve. And that's the scripture that God gave to me. But when I tell you, we broke it all the way down. I was about to say, but when you break that scripture down. When you break it's, it. It's your whole life. Damn. It's your whole life. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Nothing. I'm like, when I got to the part, he will prepare the table. Come on now. Before you. <laughs> In, in the, the presence, presence of, of your enemies. So you gonna eat while they sitting right there. Hey y'all, you know yep. those things are so profound. When I tell you, I was like, no, you don't want to be a preacher, but here's what you do know. You do know these things right here, right? Yes. Yep. So even if you don't want to be a preacher, the word of God is still the word of God. Mm -hmm. And it still is the foundation for everything that I do. So anybody out there, when you see me doing crystals or if you see me doing my affirmation cards or my pendulum and everything, please understand my foundation. Still there. Still there. Ronnie <laughs> and Debbie did an awesome job of that. <laughs> my other spiritual teachers, you know, dance teachers and things like that really did an awesome job of that. Not to say that I'm an expert, you know, but... Yeah. I do feel like I have a great foundation. And, in that. Yeah, and those are overlapping things like affirmations is the same as confessions. Mm -hmm. I grew up learning. You Scripture, confess yeah. the scriptures over your own life. You repeat them over and over until you manifest if it. If you look at the book of Psalms, every protection, mm -hmm. humility, mm -hmm. you know, everything like there is a scripture yep. for everything. Mm -hmm. Everything you need is right there. And the Bible says meditate day and night. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you are manifesting what it is that you're meditating on a regular basis. So, yeah, it, you know, those are. But it's easy for people to look at those things and think, oh, well, she must have turned against. No, not at all. No, these are if just anything, added. These are added pieces. I'm deeper in. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, because your girl don't move <laughs> without direction. Seriously. Yes. For real. Yes. All right, so switching gears a little bit, um, tell us what self-care looks like for Rona Dixon. Woo! Self-care, well, Sharita's really helping me on getting out of my home because I've <laughs> gotten pandemic, um, and I don't even want to call, I can't say it's cabin fever because I'm not tired of being inside. I'm a hermit. I'm fine with being at home. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with being alone. So, um... Self-care is starting to look like for me um, being in the presence of other people and enjoying life, um, having fun, mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And knowing that it's okay for you to have fun. You don't have to work all the time Yes, because I do. I, I work a lot. I, I just go, go, go. Nope, I got to get this done. But um, it has really looked like at the top of the list is rest. Mm -hmm. um, and I have come to the realization that I deserve that. Yes. I've worked my ass off. Yes. I have. Don't tell anybody yes. that. Ain't nobody going to tell me what I have not done. Right. I have worked my ass off. And so I'm resting. Mm -hmm. And I rest when I need to rest. I move when I need to move. And my body tells me that. There are days that I wake up. And I'm so conditioned, though, and I was talking about this, and I express this to her all the time, <laughs> and she has to say, Rona, go back and lay down. Just go lay down. Like, it, 
You get so used to moving and if I don't do this, then it's not going to get done. If I don't do this, but I got to do my laundry and I got to do this and I got to. Yes, you do. But if you don't, so what? Who, what's going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen if you don't? What will happen if you don't? Nothing. It will be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so self-care really has, um, I've had to dismantle all of those thoughts mm-hmm. that I had about what self-care looks like for me. So a lot of rest, more rest than I could ever could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Like really, the one I tell you, and I, I think I just said this on one of my Instagram posts when I was doing a meditation. Um, people think that going more or grinding more or hustling more is going to get them what they need faster. Yeah. No, actually it's the opposite. Right. You know, it's you resting because that's when you get your answers. Yep. You know, in the quiet space. That's where God wants you. Ooh, same All of the that. noise that's around, God wants you there. So rest, meditation, um, changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read something this morning um, where meditation, meditation and yoga, people need to really be careful of that because that's a dangerous space too. The word of God says, meditate on these things. Stop. I'm not going to tell y'all to stop doing, I can't tell you what to do, but <laughs> God just wants you to be still mm-hmm. so you can hear. Cause that's your time of re you know, where you revive. I always think of the story about the ax men, the two ax men and the one who kept going, kept going, kept going, kept going. And eventually his ax got dull. Yeah. So he, it took him longer to cut down a tree where the other one took time to stop and sharpen his knife, <laughs> sharpen his ax. How you going to get the message to stop? Oh, I need to sharpen. If you don't pause for a second, yes. you won't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You won't know what to do. And so I will say rest, I will definitely say that, um, and meditation mm-hmm. and just, uh, yeah, those are probably the two biggest things for yeah. self-care. Um, and I think a lot, well, I won't even say I think, I know why I'm saying to you, like, get out the house and do stuff because connection is a big thing also is. because you connecting with other people opens up doors and avenues that, you don't even know exist For until sure. you, and you can't, they're just not going to always knock on mm-hmm. your door. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you got to get out the house so yes. you can meet people and She's talk right. to them. <laughs> She's getting better. She's getting much better. Yeah. I'm just like, Ugh. She's given oh, more no. yeses than no's in the last 30 days. So and I'm proud of serious. her. It's a fight. It is. It's a, it's a struggle. And then too, nature just, I have trouble just, my mom, and I thought about that as a kid, my mom, I would be sitting in the house reading books. Mm-hmm. My mom would be on the phone and she'd look at me and be like, go outside. I'm like, I'm reading. <laughs> go outside and read. <laughs> but I don't want to be outside. You know what I'm, I'm like, I was cool by myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just let me read my book. And for, she was pushing me, like you said, to connect. Go outside. Mm-hmm. Please go outside. So, um, nature Two, um, I know that is something that I need, and I don't know why. I think it's just the the going out and just yeah. getting out of my comfort zone. Because when I'm out, you know, I'm good. Once you get out there, you're good. It's the it's the, the process. Out. Yeah. It's the getting me out. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to do this. And people are going to look at me. Oh, why are they going to say, oh, I just, yeah. 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 So, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. So definitely... Self-care looks like that for me. And then, um, like I said, doing the things that just make me feel good, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. If yeah. I feel like working out for the day, I will. 
um, cooking has been super therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot how much fun that is. (laughs) Um, And just the act of preparing the food and chopping it up and seeing all the colors, because I eat pretty plant-based, unless Sharita brings me something that is delicious. Um, uh, But most of her stuff is plant-based, too, or healthy. But yeah, just the process of chopping and preparing, you know, and cooking those things and seeing all the colors coming together. Those things have just been, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really, good, really great. Good. So, yeah, self-care looks like that for me. All right. So if you could provide three tips for women newly working on wellness, what would they be? So not mm-hmm. necessarily teaching wellness, but Maybe there's a woman that is saying, I need to do something different. I want to focus on being well. What three starter tips would you give them? Um, definitely, like I said, do what feels good. Your box is not everybody. Or I'm not even going to say a box, but your road trip it's not, yeah. is not the same as everybody else's. You know, so don't um, get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things really, and I know this is so cliche, like Marie Kondo, do the things that spark joy, you know, but that's real, but that's real. (laughs) Like for so long, we've had people telling us what joy should look like for us, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, that may not be a joyful situation for me. That may not make me feel good. Right. That may not make me happy. Definitely do what feels good for Mm -hmm. you. Um, and that's going to take some time, I think, to figure that out, um, Secondly, release and let go. It's mm, a big one. Release and let go to everything that you thought was perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just be open to the road trip. Mm-hmm. Just be open to it. Like, seriously. So toss the map out the window. Toss. <laughs> I see, I can't even finish it. I'm like, oh my God. But that's ultimately what you're yeah. saying. You're like, you release and let go. Like, I even struggle when I say it. I'm yeah. like, oh Lord, she said throw the map. I don't know if I want to tell them that. Because that's a scary feeling. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no directions. Mm-hmm. I mean, a But lot you do of have some. You know where you're going. Yes. You just may you know not the destination. need. Yeah, yeah you, you don't need the yeah. map to tell you how to get there. Exactly. Exactly. So definitely those two things. You said three. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, Lord. I would definitely say um, don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. Mm, I love that. Advocacy is paramount. Yes. Open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Use your throat chakra. <laughs> Communicate. Mm-hmm. Use your words. Yep. Whether it hurts feelings or not. I love that one. That is your truth. Especially being women. I love that one because we don't do that. No. We don't advocate for ourselves enough. Not at all. Not enough. And we get silenced a lot. Um, I think we're, I I can say this for myself, used to being in that space Mm -hmm. where I'm supposed to just fall back. Fuck that. I'm not. Like, seriously. (laughs) And I'm sorry, you know, if my uncle or anybody else listens to this that I know, I'm not. But it really sparks that kind of passion in me. Yeah. When, because for so long I was silent. Mm-hmm. Um, those feelings aren't right. Like, why are you doing that? Like, what? Mm. But, you know, I had conversations with food, you know, because like I said, for a very long time, I've been pushing 
healthy options, healthy mm-hmm. foods in the workspace, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can, what is that? What you eating? Like, why are you sitting there eating Taco Bell? Like, are you serious right now? Don't talk about my sweet potato and salad. Right. When you got Burger King sitting in front of you. If that's your life, that's your life. But don't talk about mine. Right. If that's what I choose to do. Mm-hmm. This is my road trip. Right. And I'm trying to live it as healthy and well as I absolutely can. Okay. And so, yeah, I just think live your truth. Mm-hmm. Be, be okay with voicing that. Right. Um, sometimes people, I think I've been in situations um, where I haven't spoken up and people have gotten very used to that. Mm. So then when your girl clap back. Mm. they never ready <laughs> but like I said before she not here mm-hmm. she not here no more she is not here anymore and so stop jumping in people's space yeah. and making them you know pushing your ideas and your thoughts and the way things are cool for you on others it, you, we can't do that Right. we can't do that and we have to be okay with Speaking up, standing up for that, and advocating for those things. Love all three of those. Those mm. were great tips. Mm. Those That's were probably say. totally different than what someone would expect, especially in a wellness space. But I think that is like, those are foundational mm-hmm. things. Absolutely. Like you start with that foundation and then you can work on anything else. But for sure. really, it starts with you. Yep. If you can't show up to a space, and to be quite honest, um, Sharita has been the one that has really helped. Like she like, uh-uh, you have to get that together. You can't you can't say it like that. You have to be more clear. Like that wasn't clear when you said that. I'm like, what? I thought it sounded good. That was wonderful. Don't you think? No, I didn't under you said some stuff, but it was a lot of stuff that you said, and you need to be clear. Mm-hmm. As clear as possible and as truthful as possible. Yeah. Don't dumb that down for anybody. If they can't handle it, you said this, then you're not my audience. That you're not my client. Truth. Yep. That's the truth. But you you definitely want to be clear because you want to be able to stand on what it is that you're saying. Absolutely. And when people because people will always come to push you or question you mm-hmm. about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And if you can't stand on it, then then you're gonna be swayed. Absolutely. But when you can stand on it, then okay. Well, you know what? If this is not for you, it's then for that's you. exactly what it is. It's yeah. not for you. And great. You know, I hope you find what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. But you're not coming. But you're not gonna come here and change what I have. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that was a point that I had to, so, you know, again, I got to that point and then I had to share it like, ooh, yeah, she there too. That's what's great about having connections with people too, mm-hmm. because you'll see people on the same journey that yep, you're on absolutely. and you can pull each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to let the other person slip and you hold on. You're like, listen, we holding on tight together. For then. real. For real. And, <laughs> you know, we do have these preconceived notions about people. You know, I always think about that too, you know. We see somebody and we already have it all in our head about Mm -hmm. this is the way they are. You know, so I am grateful to be doing this because um, then when people know and understand and they learn a little bit more, they're like, oh, I didn't even realize that. And that's why I said it would be great. She was actually. It's like, no, she don't do that. Yep. Like, absolutely not. You know, so, yeah, you really do. Your connection is, Mm -hmm. you know. It is. So the final question is. Tell us what to expect from Road Trip to Wellness in the next 12 months or soon. 
You don't have to give us the whole 12 well, months. I'll say this. When, when, when the Lord shares with me, <laughs> you, okay, I will start there. Um, because I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to be interviewing some amazing people for the podcast, okay. um, which is, of course, starting this month, as you see. Um, I have a couple people lined up, and we're just going to go a little bit deeper. I think 2020 was, um, 2019-2020 was me kind of feeling it out, trying to figure out um, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to say, and how it was going to look. Um, and so we will be sharing all things, you know, wellness and spirituality okay. um, on the podcast. Um, so expect to hear from um, crystal healers, um, esoteric healing, um, people doing tarot, um, but then just spirituality all around, you know, ministers. I had a minister on, um, Tommy Patterson, um, last season. Uh, people in the wellness space. Um, I have several coaches who are going to be coming to talk to us. Um, I'll be interviewing the Kimberly Janelle. If you follow her, she is an accountant uh, and an actress and a model. And so we will be um, doing an interview, a live interview on April 14th, talking about financial wellness. Um, This PPP loan stuff is out and um, all this money from the government is flying around, but also um, when you're thinking about small businesses, which I'm a small business, you are a small business, mm-hmm. um, and there are so many small businesses right now and that have burgeoned from mm-hmm. um, from the pandemic, uh, she will be discussing with us about how to navigate okay. all of that. Um, how do you get prepared as a small business? Um, how do you apply for the PPP loan? Why it's important if you do. Mm-hmm. Um how to keep your money in check when you're a gig worker, mm-hmm. an independent contractor. What do you do about health insurance right. when you're a gig worker or an independent contractor? Right. You know, all of those things that people don't think about when they think and glamorize being a small business owner, like an mm-hmm. entrepreneur. Yeah. Like you said that, like, this is not... It ain't for the week. I'm grateful for her because she comes to me with like, did you do this? Did you do this? I'm like, what the, what? I didn't know. You know, you're the one that told me to keep all my receipts. You know what I'm saying? I did that last year. So when it came time to do my taxes this year, I was ready. My friend was like, you already have them all? My girl Sharita told me last year, keep your taxes. (laughs) And you just told me that on the fly. You know, keep your receipts. And so I just kept keeping them back. Like, she is really going to help us get our mind right in those spaces. So I'm very excited to really bring you people um, about all things wellness, whether it be food related, whether it be environmental health. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys know I use box water. Um, so I'd love to be able to talk to the box water people. I get imperfect produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, plant-based things, health coaches, all of those things are coming your way. So if there's cool. anything that you want to know and hear about, um, in the wellness space, please let me know. I'm very excited also to be going to actually, um, and this has been very scary for me because <laughs> I can't actually believe that it's happening. That I'm, I'm trying to pull this out of you for the whole show. Come on. Yes. I, know, I, didn't want to say it. <laughs> I will actually be doing road trips and going to visit spaces um, that are um, wellness related, um, that feed that are going to feed my soul, that offer the things that I absolutely love. 
Um, so on April 18th through the 22nd, I will be visiting Savannah, Savannah Wellness Resort and Spa in Phoenix, Arizona. And hopefully I will be sitting down and talking to some folks there about all things wellness. Um, I told her I only got the plane ticket one way <laughs> because this is what I, I mean. And it really came in my head the other day. I was like, it took me forever to book that trip, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is what you said you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you said. You said you mm-hmm. wanted to travel. You wanted to, you even brought up, that's why detour, the word detour mm-hmm. meant so much to me because I had a cute little name and it's probably in my journal from a couple <laughs> years ago, but this is what I wrote down that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's a road trip to wellness. So I'm going to visit these places and I'm going to stop and do little detours at other places. And God's like, all right. Yeah. And the door is open. There you go. And then when you get here, you're like, for real? You said, I can do this. This is what you want me to do. Like, for real? Yes, it's real. And so it's happening. And so now your girl is just going with it. So I'm very excited to be um, sharing those things with you. Um, If you want me to come visit you, please let me know. I would love to. But um, also, I am looking at um, starting a beautiful um, lifestyle store. Yes. Um, just an online store uh, just to offer some spiritual tools um, that could be healing and, um, you know, just to support your health and well-being. Like I said, I love beauty. I love, you know, beautiful spaces. I love tranquil spaces. I love healing spaces. And so giving people those things, you know, to, um, I love Layla Delia, if you follow her, she is the author of Vibrate Higher Daily. And so that's what I think about. Any tools that I can give people to help them vibrate higher daily or to ritualize their wellness. And when I say ritualize your wellness, is it's a ritual. And a ritual is something that you do every day. Like it's routine for you. It's consistent. It's yeah. routine for you. It's routine. It's routine. Spirituality is that. Taking it with you everywhere, every minute, every second. The word of God says, pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are getting you to do. If you're breathing, you know, taking deep breaths, you know, just giving you those tools to really help you live the best spiritual life and to help you feel grounded and whole and healthy and to know that you are healing. Um, So I'm excited to bring all kinds of things um, to the store. And I'm hoping to be able to do those things through travel. You know, okay. Yes. Picking up those things. So I would probably say those are the biggest two things. Um, yoga has been great. Um, I've been doing that online since last May um, in the virtual space. Uh, but I just got, because um, it wasn't going like I wanted it to. <laughs> and the message that I got is, that's not for them. This is for you. Yes. And so um, I will continue to do that. Tell people where to find it. Yes. Yoga is every Sunday. Uh, You can find the link um, at my link in my bio on Instagram or it's on Facebook as well. Anytime you see um, the Sunday class or the the post for the Sunday classes where every Sunday at actually we're going to be changing the time from 12 to 1. So every Sunday at one o'clock, um, starting this Sunday, 
Um, you can, like I said, go to my link in bio. We'll do an hour and 15 minutes of some beautiful yin yoga. I am a yin yoga instructor. Uh, the difference between yin and other styles of yoga is uh, yin is a slower, um, more meditative style of yoga. We're really tapping into self-awareness, uh, focus, how and why we hold the poses that are done sitting or lying down. So I, I always believe that this is a great start for people who are just getting into yoga. Mm -hmm. I think people get intimidated by all the asanas, you know, they're standing up and sun salutations and yeah. they're like, I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to... <laughs> we do all of these poses sitting and lying down. And this yin yoga came to me at a beautiful time um, because it was more slow. It, it advocates re for rest. Mm -hmm. You know, we're resting, like I said, more self-awareness. And so we're holding the poses anywhere from two to five minutes. I typically do about three or four minutes. Um, sometimes I lose time because we're just <laughs> it's getting so good. So I apologize if that's happened. Uh, but yeah, we just move through these with beautiful music. I typically begin with affirmations and sometimes I recite the affirmations as we're going through the class, mm -hmm. as we're moving through the poses and the asanas, just to give people an intention or a thought. Um, to... and let me tell y'all, if you need to rest, yin yoga is where it's at. Cause when I do it with her, I can't get anything else done on Sunday. <laughs> I just rest yeah. the whole day. Like it forces your being to rest, mm -hmm. not just during, but after. After it, I can probably get to the couch, maybe make a meal or two. Maybe. Sometimes we just order something. Yeah. And that's where I find myself for the rest of the day, which is great because we all need to rest. So yeah. it forces rest. So if you got other things to do, don't do yin yoga. <laughs> But if and you actually, have, I may, be, I may have to do this in the evening on Sundays too because it is very slow and it does just bring you down to a space yeah. to where you just like, Whoo. I had someone say, um, I did your class and then I was supposed to go pick up my daughter, <laughs> and I said, No, I'm just gonna leave her at her grandma's <laughs> and I'll just stay here. Stacey said that. She was like, No anything else i'm just gonna <laughs> you know it, it really does it's, it's mm -hmm. very reflective um yeah and it just gives you time to just really uh we're, we're working more of the connective tissues going into the joints to really help with the stiffness and things just to lubricate the joints um but yeah it just it's it's a beautiful way to mm -hmm. yeah just to definitely rest, is it is to really um start that so yeah Awesomeness. Well, I don't have any That's more it. questions. People? This was awesome. I am so, so grateful for you letting me interview you. Of course. I learned some stuff. I'm sure your followers learned some stuff. And um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, be awesome. It's going to be an exciting awesome year. year. An exciting it is. year. We're already in April. Shoot. I know. It's, it's flying by. We are already but in April. But it's okay. April. I feel like even though it's April, it feels like January because we're still fighting this pandemic. So yeah. I just feel like whenever this is all over, we just going to start from there. Yeah, like that'll be that'll be the new year. I'm gonna have a new year celebration when the world is oh, back open, funny. and I can do whatever I want when I want again. I'm gonna throw an online celebration. Yeah. Like people gonna think I'm That's crazy. That's a great idea, though. We should do it on the porch. Yeah, yeah. we should. We just yeah. gonna have us a. It'll be me, her, and my dog probably. Oh just yeah, throw a little porch she knows party. Be in the 
But yeah, you know, we it feels like you can't really celebrate until so it is April, but it really feels like January. Like we're just still at, you know, like Groundhog Day. Yeah. We just keep living the same day over and over again. Oh, that's <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. But thanks for listening, you guys. We appreciate you. Um being a part of the podcast today. Thanks for hearing my story. Thanks for interviewing me. I really yes, appreciate it. Yes, it was so fun. So we're looking forward to um, sharing more through the podcast this season. So go to Podbean, who is our podcast host. You can go to Podbean and you can find Road Trip. Those are two words, Road Trip to Wellness there on Podbean, which is your podcast app. Or you can go to Google Play. You can go to Apple Podcasts or you can go to Spotify there are some additional places that may have it. One of my other friends found it somewhere like on a place called Himalaya, mm. which is another podcast app. I don't know what that, but I'm grateful. Whoever you are, thank you. Um, but yeah, just look up Road Trip to Wellness. You can go back and look at listen to all of season one and then get ready to hear more in season two. Coming up on April 14th, like I said, is the Kimberly Janelle on financial wellness. And then shortly after that, we will have... Missy Ammerman, who is a life coach in Louisville, I'm sorry, Lexington, Kentucky. And she's going to talk to us all about relationships and one big thing, the art of the apology. Ooh. I know, right? Oh, I'm being, oh, yeah, I need to listen. I talked to her. I was like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Jesus, because I apologize a lot this summer. I really, really did. That was part of releasing for me mm-hmm. um, was going back and just, you know, Make sure you give give your social media handle so they know where to find us. So um, Missy will be there um, coming up later on in April. Uh, Yes, you can find me. See, I'm not used to doing this. You can (laughs) find Road Trip to Wellness on Instagram at Road Trip, the number two, Wellness. Road Trip, number two, Wellness on Instagram. Facebook, Road Trip to Wellness. uh, And then anywhere else. That's about the only place I am. And then, of course... On the podcast, you can just put in Road Trip to Wellness, and we will see y'all there. Uh, uh, uh. Let's go, 2021. Yeah. We're all about it. Have a good one. We love you so much. Thank you.